Hi-ho, Tudor minded people. It's Philadelphia Carry for Tudor Time Machine. The word I share with you this week is unhouseled. Yesterday was Sunday, and if it is Sunday, you must go to church for two reasons. First, it is the duty of the day, and secondly, because our Queen will make you pay a fine if you do not. And indeed, I love to go to church. All the courtiers are in attendance, and my Ningle and I decide who has worn the most beautiful gown. The velvets in winter are my absolute favourite. Once I have gone to church, I need not worry about the flames of hell, for I am then no unhouseled lady. Unhouseled? How now, Tudor Files? What think you? If you're new here, I'm Gage. I'm Jessica. And we are here with Philadelphia Carey for Tudor Word of the Week. Don't miss a word and listen to the Tudor Time Machine Story Project. Jessica reads a chapter of Time's Riddle, and then my dear friends discuss the history behind the mystery. How diverting! So subscribe on YouTube and give me a like. Thank you so much for listening. We've had so many new downloads. Tudor Files are an amazing, curious, fantastic bunch. Every one of you has the wit of Rosalind and the heart of Cordelia. And the depth of Hamlet. So true. Our Tudor word this week is unhouseled. And it's a word that was once very important and had a real significant meaning to people of the time, but it has completely fallen out of use. And if you look it up, it's called an archaic adjective. Words are always falling out of favor or being used to mean something very different from what they once meant. I mean, that's the normal evolution of language. How did you spell this archaic adjective and what did it once mean? It is spelt U-N-H-O-U-S-E-L-E-D. It means a person who has not received the Holy Communion close to the time of their death. And what is the significance of that in the Christian tradition of the time? That is, if you died and you hadn't recently received communion. My dear Gage, then you would go to hell and would be engulfed in brimfire. Oh, well, that definitely seems like something to be avoided. This word describes a person who hasn't been to church recently. No, not if they hadn't been to church if they had not received the bread and wine. Now, a priest could come to your home and administer it, but then you had to know you were dying. And what if you died without knowing it? Oh, it's, it's very complicated. So this would be a Catholic priest. A Catholic priest? We do not have Catholic priests in England in my time. In the Anglican Church, the officiant is also called a priest. That's extremely confusing. Well, small differences can lead to war, and then you don't want to be an unhouseled soldier. I guess not. It seems like there's a lot of unpleasant things associated with unhouseled. We are taking our example of unhouseled from Shakespeare's magnificent play, Hamlet. So we read Hamlet now as a sort of psychological drama, and it may not feel like a revenger's tragedy, but it definitely is one. Hamlet wants to revenge his father, and Laertes wants to revenge his father and his sister, and there's a body count. Eight people died during the playing of Hamlet. Polonius, Ophelia, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern, Gertrude, Claudius, Laertes, and of course, Hamlet himself. And also, the King Hamlet is already dead at the beginning of the play, but his ghost appears. And Yorick, the fool? Alas, poor Yorick. I knew him. 
I think the beauty and depth of Hamlet makes people forget that it's really an incredibly violent play. Most of the death happens at the end in a very dramatic, climactic, blood-soaked scene. Like a shootout almost. A duel out. Everyone loved Hamlet. It played and played. There is a famous account that in 1607, the captain of the ship, the dragon, even had it played on board his ship as it was docked off the coast of Sierra Leone. The captain noted in his journal that the acting of Hamlet kept his people from idleness and unlawful games or sleep. But I do not think it could have been as good as it was at the Globe. And why not? The ship would have had no trapdoor. How could the ghost appear with no trapdoor? And the grave? None of the effects could be as satisfying. It is so, so disheartening to see poor effects in a play. Then as now, I think audience feel exactly the same way now. They love to see good effects. You could not possibly have effects that are as good as ours. I don't care what century you live in. We have a heart-stopping thunder machine. Imagine the characters walk on the moors, or perhaps they are lost at sea in a great storm, and the thunder sound is deafening, absolutely terrifying. I think it may be some sort of cannonball in a box, but the sound and the lightning, shocking. They had lightning? It may actually be some sort of powder, a resin powder that they throw into the candles and poof, lightning. Do your theatres have anything as fine as that? Well, Philadelphia, I don't know. That sounds pretty amazing. And the body parts they throw onto the stage after a great battle, grotesques. Fake body parts, I assume. Indeed, but the scent is real, for they use animal blood on stage. The scent, nauseating. Oh, I love the theater. Wow, I really wish we could use our Tudor time machine to travel back and see it. Yes, and imagine seeing Richard Burbage play Hamlet. And maybe Shakespeare himself would be playing the ghost. And it is the ghost who uses the Tudor word of the week, unhouseled. Philadelphia, can you give us the passage? It happens when Hamlet's father appears to Hamlet and tells him it was the king's own brother who killed him. Yes, the ghost says, Thus was I sleeping by a brother's hand of life of crown of queen at once dispatched, cut off even in the blossoms of my sin, unhouseled, disappointed, unannulled, no reckoning made, but sent to my account with all my perfections on my head. Oh, horrible, oh, horrible, most horrible. Poor King Hamlet. He is a ghost, and he died not having had a priest give him the wine and bread. There's another Tudor word here as well that I don't know. Unannulled, which means he hadn't been given last rites and wasn't forgiven for his sins. So King Hamlet, according to the Catholic tradition, was killed in a particularly cruel way. King Hamlet's soul then is trapped on the earth, and he sends Hamlet off to revenge his soul. Thank goodness the ghost's character was unhouseled. I do love a ghost. So give heed to the files. Bring some 16th century source to your vocabulary with unhouseled. Listen in next time. Don't miss a word. Subscribe on YouTube and give me a like.